for our friendship. He made me feel alive. One of the habits that Sandy picked up during our first year together, endlessly annoying but creating great results, was a tendency to drag me places and introduce me to his friends. "'This is my roommate Richard,' he used to say. "'Doesn't he look exactly like Denzel Washington?' I don't look exactly like Denzel Washington, but that was exactly how he always introduced me. Since that time, a lot in my life has changed. But one thing that hasn't changed is Sandy. Even after I got to be—well, I wouldn't really call myself famous, but we'll say well-known—even after I got to be well-known, Sandy was still the same. I was still his, "'Good buddy Richard, doesn't he look exactly like Denzel Washington?' And he was still old sandy-haired Sandy. It was in the fall of last year that he called me and began this whole story. "'Rich,' he said to me as soon as I said hello, "'my family is wintering in Europe this year, out in Germany or some crap like that. Gonna study up our roots. Anyhow, I was thinking the other day, and I thought I could do you a favor.' "'A favor?' Exactly. Look, we have that beach house out on Nantucket, right? But none of us are going to get any use of it this winter. You know, we'll all be out in Hitler's backyard. And what I realized is I hate for the place to go to waste all winter. And didn't you say something about writing your next novel? Seems like I remember that. And I thought you'd maybe enjoy staying out there for the winter, for part of the winter at least. Just sort of look after the place and enjoy it. I had no plans for the winter, and Sandy was right about me looking for a place where I could relax and be away from it all and work on my next novel, so I told him it all sounded like a pretty good idea. We worked out the details, and I flew into Boston on Friday, the 21st of November. Sandy picked me up at the airport that evening, and that night we crashed with Shannon, an old friend of ours from Fairfield, who was playing house in a small town outside the city with a nice guy named Guy from upstate New York. We had a pleasant time with Shannon and Guy. Shannon cooked dinner. They shared their wine with us. Guy showed us his license plate collection and his skills on the electric guitar. "'It's just a hobby,' he told us, as he slung the strap over his head. "'Just a hobby, you know, but I enjoy it.' And it was nice to see her and fine to meet him. But, really, I was ready to get to Nantucket." I wanted to settle in. I wanted to begin writing. I figured we would head to Nantucket when we woke up on Saturday. But when we woke up on Saturday, we headed into the city. "'I want you to meet my good buddy Maxwell,' Sandy said. "'Sandy, really? Can't we just—' "'Come on, Rich. You'll like this guy.' "'Sandy, you will.' "'What?' "'You'll like him, Rich. I'm absolutely certain.' Honestly, it all seemed like more trouble than it was worth, battling the traffic— getting flipped off by strangers, narrowly avoiding car wrecks and wrecks with pedestrians. Looking back, it's funny in that, yeah, it's catastrophic and all you can do is laugh, sort of way. That introduction to Maxwell was so catalytic, and yet it seemed so unexceptional at the time. This is what the scene looked like when we arrived at Maxwell's apartment in the back bay in Boston. Sandy knocked, and the door flew open. Maxwell stood in the doorway wearing a Beatles T-shirt, ripped jeans, and a magnanimous smile, the kind of mischievous, childlike smile that makes women go all weak. And smoke curled from a cigarette in one hand, and he held a glass of scotch in the other. 
Sandy! Ha! <laughs> Both men yelled and embraced like kids, and the sliver of scotch leapt from the glass and landed on Sandy's shoulder. Neither man noticed. They let go of each other and shoved their way back into the apartment. "'Here's my buddy Richard,' Sandy said, struggling out of his coat. "'Richard, how are you, brother? I'm Maxwell.' Maxwell shifted the cigarette to his mouth and offered me his hand. I gripped it tight, looked him in his eyes. "'A pleasure to meet you,' I told him. "'You have a lovely place here.' "'Whoa! Whoa! Ah!' <laughs> Maxwell said, and he laughed, and he removed the cigarette and slurped a messy sip from the glass. "'Where'd you find this cat, huh, Sandy? Pleasure to meet you. Lovely place. Come on, brother,' he slapped my shoulder. "'Lighten up a bit, huh?' He turned without noticing the scathing look I gave him, and he drifted deeper into his sumptuous softly-lit apartment. "'When are you flying out, anyway?' called to Sandy.